So all of heaven is watching the earth all the time, looking for a man or a woman that's going to use the Word of God, that's going to speak the Word of God, that's going to move on the Word of God. And when they do, heaven moves. Hello, everyone. We are so glad you have joined us today on More Than Conquerors program. It's a delight to have you. And, uh, you know, we just plan hours and days to try to have something good to say for everybody here on More Than Conquerors. And uh, we feel like the last several weeks we have really uh, put out some things that I think that will be of great help. You know, it's not just blessing the Christian, Terry. I mean, we're you know, I think getting blessed is the easiest thing they can do. But it's getting information that will literally catapult you into a life of, of overcoming victory, success, all of these words that it, that God's Word wants to help create a lifestyle for you, Absolutely. not just crisis-oriented prayers that that uh, you know you don't pray and until you're in trouble, <laughs> or or you're in a situation that you think, well, now I need to really pray. <laughs> and I always think those things are just, yeah, you know, what's the difference between praying and really praying? And um, we wanted to share with you the the th concept from the Word of God, beginning as Terry uh, preached several weeks ago on Genesis one twenty six, that God at the very beginning of creation told man to take dominion, man and woman. He gave them both dominion over this planet. And, you know, that brings a certainty to my heart, you know, Amen. and a confidence that I can have in him. And that's all part of faith, hope, confidence, expectancy, you know, all of these things that we have in the Lord and that he wants us to be in charge. He wants us to have dominion yes, over yes. Everything and that list he gives there over the fish of the air, a fish of the sea, the fowls of the air, over all the earth, and even those the things the that creep the on field. the yeah, the beasts of the field, and even the things that creep on the earth. I mean, that means God just says, Have it all, take dominion, That's do right. it everything. And I, I thought about this verse when you were saying that earlier this week, uh, last week, that first John five fourteen says, This is the confidence that we have in him. You know, that if we ask anything according to his will, we know, we know. that he hears us. Absolutely. And we know, with, and, and the Amplified Bible says, and we know with settled and absolute confidence. Praise God. Isn't that wonderful? Tremendous. And so I, I just want <laughs> to encourage all of you to get into the Word of God, study these things that we're giving to you from the Word of God, just like it was in the in the book of Acts where Paul said the Thessalonians were more noble, or the Bereans were more noble than the Thessalonians because they searched the Scriptures to see whether what Paul said was true or not, right. you know? And so we invite you to do that. Uh, Terry's going to tell a great story today here on the program that 
that I think is really going to help you understand how important spiritual authority is and that you'll be very, very careful about saying, I don't care. I don't want it. I don't want to, you know, be very, very careful in what comes out of your mouth. Because as as the scripture tells us, Terry, oh, so many times, but even very clearly that life and death is in the power of your tongue. And that if man is the top of God's creation and we're the only ones that talk, then that must mean that's probably how we're going to take dominion is with what we say out of our mouth. Of course it is. It's like I said several weeks ago, God's a creator. Yes. We're his children, yes. so we're creators. You are yes. what your father is. <laughs> and so uh, it's Thank just God. his faith is so developed. Yes. He created the worlds with his mouth. Yes. And, uh, you know, we couldn't create a tennis ball with ours because mm-hmm. our faith didn't develop to that point. But My uh, that's where we're supposed to get to. No, that's right. And it, it just it, that God, you know, Hebrews one over there that He spoke the worlds into existence. Mm, that He spoke those things. You speak your world into existence, whether you take authority or you don't take authority. If you abandon authority, you know, if you walk out, if you if you turn coward, if right. you lose heart, if right. you faint, you know, if you just get lazy or offended, you know, a lot of a lot of Christians Terry are very very immature emotionally because they still gossip, they're still offended, uh, they're still unfaithful to church and they don't control their mouth yeah they don't control their mouth and there's just a lot of ways that you you really deceive yourself by not walking in a consistent lifestyle of spiritual authority and dominion in your daily life well we're going to come back here in just a few moments and and we want you to understand these things from the word of god that just like jesus you know uh didn't jump (laughs) because off that mountain that the devil was trying to get him to because he knew the word and he knew not to just you know frustrate the grace of god doing something foolish and silly so we're going to be back here in just a moment and we want you to stay tuned because you don't want to miss this story I said, God, if he pulls the trigger, my job is to believe your word, and your job is to do something about the bullet. Well, we're back, and I wanted to share a story with you that I I think totally demonstrates um, some of the qualities of spiritual authority, of how it works, uh, what makes it work, and so on. And we've been talking about this now, Renee, for weeks. I mean, literally for weeks. And uh, I'd encourage you to go back to the beginning and, and find uh, where we started. I, I believe we started the first of March, maybe mm-hmm. first week of March. And have been talking about this now for, for weeks, spiritual authority and its importance. And I don't think that we've literally scratched the surface. The church has scratched mm-hmm. the surface. Something I've had to deal with for years in my 54 years of third world missionary evangelism. But anyway, let me share the story with you. Uh, you know, last week we, we shared a heartbreaking story about yeah. uh, Jackie's mother and, right, and her right. passing away. Right. And, and God showed us how that spiritual authority was linked to that and how vital that was. But uh, we were in Mexico mm, a yes. number of years ago, uh, I mean, a long time ago. And uh, actually, T.L. Osborne and I had done a meeting in South Mexico. And we were coming out of that and heading back to the States and uh, we had taken T.L. to the airport, and he flew back to Tulsa. We had been we had driven right. uh, Jackie and I and our four kids in our van, and so we were headed back north. And the Lord dropped in my heart, and we needed to go over to Oaxaca, the state of Oaxaca, the city of Oaxaca, and check on some missionaries. There was no way to contact them, no right. way to get a hold of them. Uh, just drive over there, and it was a long drive around around the mountains. No, is is wow. And, and I just didn't want to do it. I just thought. Oh. Right. <laughs> 
um, you know, and I was ready to get home. And so I'm driving. I didn't say anything about it. I'm sitting over there driving and, and uh, just kind of praying in tongues, you know. And a little bit, Jackie said, uh, you know what? And I said, what? She said, I think the Lord wants us to go to Oaxaca and check on the, you know. And she called the missionary's name. And I said, oh, I know it. I said, he's told me the same thing. And, and so I, and she said, well, I guess we better do it. And so we did. We we drove. Got That's in there funny. kind of late in the day uh, towards towards sunset or close to that dusk and uh, went to their house and they were totally surprised to see us and weren't expecting us of course and and uh, we we both knew in our spirit they was in trouble and needed right. to come back to the states and so and that's what eventually happens we right. act, literally brought them back with us and paid for it and everything but uh, uh the lady of the house was embarrassed because she didn't have anything to feed us right. and i said it's no big deal let's just go let's go to a cafe and i'll i'll, I'll take care of it and they had three kids, and I had four. I said, we'll, we'll, just, we'll just go eat. And so we get, they got in their vehicle, and we got in ours, and we drove down to a restaurant. And, oh, and as we were parking uh, so good. the van there on the, on the street, my right. van, right. Um, and, and we, we got out, and, and we were so tired driving all day, and of course, doing yeah. the meetings with TL the week before. And, yeah, right. And uh, just now we're going to get dinner and then go to bed. Right. And as, as, as the kids got out, and Jackie got out and started walking, and I started locking up the van. And I walked around to the passenger side to shut the door, the sliding door on the on the van. And I and I saw that Jackie had forgotten her purse. She left her purse in, uh-huh. the, in the van uh-huh. between the between the seats. And I don't know why I didn't just reach in there and get it like right. I had a thousand other times. Yeah. I, you know, but I didn't. I said, "Hey, darling, you you forgot your purse." Right. And she is so tired and walking in the restaurant. She said, "It's okay." And I said, no, it's not okay. I said, you need to, you need to get your purse again. I'll never know why I did not no, just reach in there because it's and get not it. like you to do. No, that. of course no. not. Yeah, and uh, and she and said, uh, she said, no, it's okay. Just leave it. And I said, Jackie, you don't leave your purse in a car, and especially here where we are. And she said, no, it's 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 all right. Leave it. I said, Jackie, you don't leave your purse. You need to get your purse. And she turned around and looked at me, and she stomped her foot. And she said, I don't want it. And when she said that, I just slid the door shut. And I said, well, all right, little darling. If you don't want it, I don't want it either. And I just <laughs> slammed the door and locked it. Went on in the restaurant. Oh, my. And we had Husbands some- and wives know how all those things go. And guarding your mouth, not just your heart, is so important. Don't let those words come out of your mouth. You are. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and so we came out of the restaurant after a nice meal. And guess what? The van's broken in. The window's broken. The purse is gone. And uh, we learned a valuable, valuable, valuable That's right. lesson. Uh, now, she didn't have yeah. a lot of money in her purse, but she did have her passport. She did have uh, a little bit of jewelry. She did have, you know, important papers, and she had pictures of the kids. And, right. You know, and you sure. know, personal things. It was a loss. Uh, but, um, you know, the, the instant, back to spiritual authority, whose purse was it? Right. Jackie's. Right. She owned it. She was the legal owner. Yes. She's the one that had authority over it. And... Uh, when she said, I don't want it. Well. Then the devil's standing right over here watching all this. And he said, hey, yeah. guys, you hear that? She doesn't want it. She's released spiritual authority. Yes. So if she doesn't want it, and then he said, okay, little darling, you don't want it. I don't want it either. So he's released spiritual authority. Wow, Terry. So we'll just take it. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. And I tell you. Uh, we learned from that day to this many <laughs> moons later. You don't say those kind of things. I, I, I've even learned 
when I'm when I'm through with something, I finished right. with something. I'm yeah, tired that's of it good. Or, or I've I want to sell it. That. I want to give it away. Like right. like you know, I'm a, a, a car, a boat, a motorcycle, a piece of furniture. Yeah, no matter right. what it is, I don't take my spiritual authority off of no. it. No, right. Until it gets in the hands of where I want it to that's go. That's exactly right. I don't. Yes. But if you don't watch out, whenever you decide to sell something, give something away, get rid of it, you you you, you release spiritual authority. You mm-hmm. say, eh, eh, it doesn't matter. And I tell you what, your words make such a difference in the spirit world. No, that's right. Because hell's always listening. I taught a message, you know, recently yeah. on heaven's watching. Yes, Heaven's yes. always watching, and angels are always listening right. to see what you're going to say, what you're going to do, because they don't know what they're supposed to that's do. That's right. Until they hear what you're going to say, them. what you're yeah, going to do. Right, right. Well, same way with hell. Hell's always listening. And always watching to see if you violate some spiritual law, yeah. to see if you mess up, to see if you violate your faith or violate your your word yeah. or violate your covenant. And that's exactly what happened on that situation with her purse. She said, I don't want it. Well. And I said, well, I don't want it either. And then, pow, the devil takes it. So so uh, that wasn't a super expensive lesson, although she lost some pictures and some, some personal stuff but it was a lesson that we learned from immediately and have never forgotten that spiritual authority is something you have in your possession yes that god has given you authority yeah. given you dominion told you to dominate told you to be in charge and and all through the bible everybody knew that the church was in yes. charge the prophet was in charge the church is in charge all through the old testament all through the new testament yeah. and then even into the history of the united states and the western world people knew that until probably 20 25 years ago and all of a sudden they've kind of forgot god's around and uh, everybody just doing their own thing but it's valuable a valuable lesson on spiritual authority to watch what you declare and what you say. And don't you release your spiritual authority on someone or on something. No, that's right. Until, until you know where it's going and what's happening, what's going on. Well, that's to me, you know, having heard you preach this now for several decades, that um, it is it's really something that has been passed over. Or it's just been relegated to a crisis event and not a lifestyle. And then pastors and leaders, a lot of them, are not teaching people that they have a part with their faith Mm -hmm. and what they say. That it's not just Kesara, you know, and and it's not just, well, God's, you know, in control. I know God himself is controlled, and I know that his word is forever settled in heaven. And I know that when we trust the Lord, like you said, it'll all pan out. And some people just have a pan. A fan doctrine, but man, we've got to like take. Like we said the other week, we've got to settle the word in our earth, in our earth, in it's our forever life. Forever settled in heaven, but we've got to settle it in our earth, and our especially our personal earth. No, that's right, and that you have dominion over yourself, your life, your children, your family, your, family, your, your marriage, your money, your house, and all these things, and, and we can't, we can't make it. Uh, a thing where you light candles and have a seance and make it a, a ceremony. It's got to be a lifestyle. Oh, you know? Well, we're going to be back in just a few seconds here, but um, Terry's got some more wonderful things to say to you about this, and we we want we just want to help you. That's all. Our, if we have an agenda, it's helping you. <laughs> we'll be right back. Hello, everybody. It's Terry Mize here. You know, God said about Abraham, I, I'm his friend. And I know that Abraham will tell his children about me. 
God also said to the people of Israel to tell your kids about God all the time. I've had people ask me for years, Brother Terry, should we should we cram this down their throat? Should we make them go to church? Should we talk to our kids about the things of God? And I always say, no, uh, God only said do it four times. He said, whenever you rise up, whenever you lay down, whenever you go out your house, whenever you come back in your house, tell your children about the things of God. In other words, all day long. We're in a war for the hearts, the minds, and the soul of America. You know, I'm concerned about America. I mean, all my life, 53 years, I've been a third world missionary evangelist traveling all over the world, and I kind of left America to the church at home, but, but uh, we're in a war over America. Uh, just recently, I saw a, a video of a, of a politician in, in uh, Michigan, uh, probably most of you know who that is, talking about how we must change America into a Muslim nation, that, we, that, that Allah wants us to change America and wants us to get the minds and the hearts of the people to turn to Islam. Well, I'm telling you what, we're not losing America to Islam. We're not losing America to communism. We're not losing America to socialism. We are the Christians, the people of God, the men and women of God called by his name, a royal priesthood, a chosen generation, and we're going to preach the gospel. We're not going to lose our kids, and we're going to teach them about the things of God. You know, I'm, I'm asking you to hook up with me and Renee hook up with this ministry, with More Than Conquerors, to get the gospel not only to the world, but to save America as well. So even though I've never done this before in 53 years of third world missionary evangelism, I'm asking you today to pray about and consider joining Renee and myself in World Missions in, in partnership, monthly partnership. In fact, we're, we're believing God. I'll tell you what I've asked the Lord and asked heaven. I've never said to you, but I've asked heaven and asked the Lord uh, to give us three different levels of partnership that people would, would give $20 a month. I'm believing for 2,000 people that would give $20 a month every month faithfully. Then I'm asking for 200 people that would give $100 a month faithfully committed uh, every month. And then I'm asking for a third level, which would be churches or businesses that would give $1,000 a month. If we had 25 partners, 25 churches, 25 businesses that would give $1,000 a month, uh, those three levels, if you'd set your faith, believe God with us, God will provide it for you. I know I've partnered with people before and said, Lord, you provide it and I'll give it. If he doesn't provide it, then don't give it. But but that's what faith does. It stretches us. You know, when my kids were little, uh, they had a little toy out on the market and I had them for my kids. And it was a, a muscle man by the name of Stretch Armstrong. And you could just take Stretch and just pull him and pull him and pull him. Well, that's what faith does to us. Faith stretches us. And, and you can stretch your faith by making that commitment. So believe God with us. Pray about it. Talk to your husband. Talk to your wife. Pray about it would make all the difference in the world. That's who we are, worldwide ministers. We're not going to lose America. We're not going to lose the world. Thank you for your consideration. Thank you for praying about it. Thank you for hooking up with us. You are more than conquerors. Well, we're back. We're going to just kind of go through this real quickly uh, in the re remaining time that we have. Terry, just th th there are two things that stand out in yours and Jackie's life uh, and the and the two books that you've written, uh, More Than Conqueror's book, where Terry tells the hitchhiker story in that. And then Jackie's great book, 
on supernatural childbirth. And both of these books are born out of your personal experiences of what actually happened to you. There's no theory right, in no, that. That's right. It's not just a collective of information, but it's testimonies of what God did for you. And are totally linked to spiritual thought. Yes, it Absolutely. is. Both of them are. 100% linked to spiritual Absolutely. Thought. So, uh, uh, well, most of you know are familiar with the these two stories, so I don't have to tell every, every little detail. And, of course, like she said, we've got uh, two solid books on it, uh, Jackie's Supernatural Childbirth yes. and My More Than Conquerors. But but before Jackie and I uh, were to get married, uh, way back in 1969, we were out in West Texas, and we were both 19 years old, and, and we're scheduling, planning our wedding. And she came to me one day and in, in tears, I don't mean just tears, but sobbing, just boo-hoo, boo-hoo, uh, sobbing, just hurt. And she said, Terry, I've got to talk to you before we get married. She said, here we are about to get married, and I've got to talk to you about something. And uh, she said, there's, there's two things about me that you don't know. And she said, when you find out these two things, they're serious. And when you find them out, you may not want to marry me. And she's just sobbing and crying and wow. sobbing and crying. And uh, I said, well, what in the world is it, Jackie? I mean, I thought maybe she was a bank robber, you know. And I said, what, what, what in the world's going on? And she said, well, well number one, she said, um, I can't have children. And wow. she said, I know you want children. She said, I've watched you around children. She said, you talk about having a family. And, and when I see you around kids and hear mm -hmm. you talking, she said, it breaks my heart because I know I can't give you kids. And she said, all I've ever wanted to be all my life is a mommy. She's there since I was four years old. I right. wanted to be a mommy. And she said, I can't be a mommy. And it breaks my heart. And she said, because I can't be a mommy, you can't be a daddy. Wow. And she said, you you may. And she just sobbing, you know. And she, and she said, you, you may not want to marry me. And uh, and she said, and the second thing is, number two, she said, I'll be an invalid by the time I'm and in a wheelchair. Wow. By the time I'm 30 years old. And she said, uh, you need to, I know you're going to be a missionary and travel all over the world and tell people about Jesus, but you need to know that when you hit 30, you're going to have an invalid wife wow. to take care of, and you may not want to marry me. You know, that's going to affect yeah. your life and ministry and everything you do. It's a hard rap. And, and I just, yeah. she just saw it. And it made me so angry, Renee. Not at her, of course, but it just made me mad. And, uh, and I said to her then what I've said to literally millions of people around the world since then. And I said, Jackie, who said? Right. <laughs> who said? That's so you need to always right. find out who said. Right. Because when you find out who said, then you know if they had the authority, exactly. spiritual authority, to That's say right. it or not. Right. Because everybody talks. Lots of people talk, but they didn't matter what they say. They don't have any authority. And so I said, who said that to you? And she said, what? I said, who told you those lies? Who said that? Who said you couldn't have babies? And who said you could, you'd be in a, a wheelchair and an invalid by the time you're 30? She said, well, Terry, the, the doctors have told me all my life, ever since I was a girl. Uh, my, my parents wow. have told me. My grandparents remind me and tell me. My uh, my church people know. My pastors remind me and told me and prayed with me. And and, uh, and she and I literally did like this. I literally went, thank God. And she said, what? And she still just tears and, you know. And uh, she said, what? And I said, thank God. Shoo. She said, thank God for what? And I said, thank God. I, I thought somebody with authority had told you you couldn't have children. And I thought somebody with authority had told you that you'd be an invalid in a wheelchair by the time you was 30. 
And she said, what are you talking about? Now, isn't that interesting, Renee? Here I was 19 years old. Right, right. Never heard the word spiritual authority. Right. But that's what came up in my spirit was authority. Did they have the authority to say it? Yes. I thought somebody with authority had told you you couldn't have babies. I thought somebody with authority had told you that uh, you'd be an invalid in a wheelchair. Right. And she said, she said, what are you talking about? And I said, I said, listen, darling. I said, you know, I appreciate doctors. Thank God for doctors and nurses and hospitals and medicine. I'm yeah, totally for sure. I said, but they're not my source. That's right. And I said, they're not going to tell me something that contrary to what this book tells right. me. Absolutely. And I said, not. I love your parents. I love your grandparents. I, I, I love your pastor, although shame on your pastor for telling you that. I love your church people. But yeah. I said, none of them are my source, and they're not going to tell me something contrary to what this book says. Right. And I said, I've got good news for you, girl. And she said, what? And I said, God said you can have babies. That's right. Now, Renee, I was 19 years old. <laughs> I'd never done a word study. I didn't West Texas. I, I'd right. never done a word study right. on babies. I didn't right. know anything about babies. And uh, but but I'd read the Bible, and all of a sudden these scriptures just came up out of me. And see, Jesus said, "Out of the abundance of the heart, right. the mouth speaks. Whatever you put in your heart in abundance is going to squirt out mm-hmm. in time of crisis. That's for sure." And <laughs> so I said to her, uh, "God said you can have children." And she looked at me in just total shock. And she said, he did? I said, of course he did. I said, he ordered them in the Garden of Eden. Yes. I said, the very first spoken words of God, the creator, to man, the creature Mm. was multiply and be fruitful. That's right. Or give me a family or have babies. That's right. I said, that was God's idea. God thought of children. No parents thought of children. Grandparents didn't think of children. God (laughs) thought of children. Lots and babies, yes. And uh, I said, and then Deuteronomy 7. Verse 13, God said he'll multiply the fruit of your womb. Hallelujah. Verse 14, he says there'll be neither male nor female barren among you. I said Psalms 113 verse 9 says God will make the barren woman to keep house and make her a joyful mother of children. Psalms 127 verse 3, the children are the heritage of the Lord and the fruit of the wombs his reward. Psalms 128 verse 3, my wife's a fruitful vine by the sides of my house and my children is olive trees round about my table. Mm. And I said, I'll tell you something, girl, you marry me, you have all the kids you want. Not because of me. Right. Because the word said, it's like we said on a couple of programs ago, faith begins when the the will of God is known. That's right. Find out who you are. Find out what you have, what you can do, who God is, what he has, what he can do, who the devil is, what he has, what he can do. That makes it simple. Old Roberts told me you find out the will of God, you don't confer with flesh and blood, and you get your job done at all costs. I said, you marry me. You have all the kids you want. So we had four. (laughs) <laughs> and, and of course, we know That's that right. she had them supernaturally. And the, yes. the second baby we had weighed 10 pounds, and she had Isn't them in 20 something? minutes uh, down in Mexico. Yes. And, and so we had four kids and, and uh, uh, you, you know, eight grandkids. And, of course, she was never an invalid, never in a wheelchair. That's I, right. Because I rattled off a bunch of healing scriptures to her and said, that'll never happen. You'll never be in a wheelchair. Right. Now, she did pass away prematurely, and I'm still mad at her about that. And I'm going to talk to her when I get to heaven about it. But but she wasn't sick. Right. Well, anything wrong with her? She just went to bed one night and in at home in Tulsa and woke up in heaven. I was gone preaching, wow. and she just went to bed and woke up in heaven. Uh, but she wasn't sick, wasn't in a wheelchair, wasn't attached to machines, wasn't in the hospital. I mean, nothing wrong. She That's just, just uh, amazing. Yeah, sat in her easy chair and went to heaven. <laughs> went to heaven. My goodness gracious! So spiritual authority. Yes. See what, what if what if I'd agreed with her? Right. What if I'd have said, "Oh, that's too bad. Oh, baby, I'm so sorry." 
Oh, I'm so sorry you can't have children. I'm so sorry you, 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 you're going to be an invalid in the will. What if I'd agreed with her? Mm-hmm. But I didn't. I yeah. said, no, here's what God said. Hallelujah. That's an astounding foundation to build 54 years of ministry on, Terry. Oh, absolutely. Around the world. And look and at all the women that had babies since then. You see the letters all the time. Yes, I in do. The yeah. and you hear yes. the testimonies that we travel yes. around. Yes. We call them Jackie's babies. I mean, God's still doing it. She's still ministering with her book. Yeah, today. nothing's slowed down. It's just increased, you know, a thousandfold around the world. And so I want to encourage you to get those two books. Call our office and order More Than Conquerors and Supernatural Childbirth. And even though you're not believing God for a baby, those scriptures that are in there will help other people. Well, our time has gone, and we want to tell you one more time, you are More More Than than Conquerors. conquerors. Bye-bye. Renee and I just want to remind you that the greatest miracle of all time and the only eternal miracle is salvation. So uh, let's just do that right now. Pray this prayer after me. Father God, I come before you today to accept Jesus. I believe in my heart Jesus is the Son of God. I call on you today according to your word. I ask you to forgive me of my sins. Wash me in your blood. Make me a new creature. Thank you, Lord, for saving me, and I'll serve you the rest of my days in Jesus' name. If you prayed that prayer, the Bible says you're saved. You're born again. So write us, let us know, tell somebody that you prayed with Terry and Renee and that you gave your heart to Jesus. We love you. God bless you.